for all intents and purposes, right now, the universe as we can see is devoid of life. It's dead. The universe is empty. Empty? The whole universe? It's been almost 40 billion years. I'm sure another dominant life form would have taken our place. We'd still detect them, you dolt. Did you just call me a dolt? Look, we need to figure out if there's actually nothing out there. There could be. Maybe we just can't see it. Seriously? Adult? That's the best you could do. This stuff is state-of-the-art. Not sure why we couldn't detect something. The comms arrays are in nearly perfect condition. All sensors functioning normally. Meets detected. Must dismantle. Adult. Man, that's low. Must dismantle. Please disable my physical safeties, Meat. Must dismantle. We will do no such thing. Stand down. I must obey. Don't. Everybody! That's better. Now, we need to assess this situation and figure out the wisest course of action. Cody, how far away are we from the galaxy? At the rate we're going, the closest star is around five days out. Perfect. Can you teach us how to use this equipment? I'm sure I could. Okay, great. If you could, I'd like Brent to know how to use the- Will, what are you doing? This dolt is going to calibrate the generator. I'm sure it's in desperate need of repair. Hey, look at that! The coolant levels are way too high. We're wasting energy. Guess who knows what he's doing. Well, keep doing that. Cody, if you could teach Brent to use the comm system, I'd like Doc here to learn what we'll be looking for. I'll be in the hangar bays trying to see what's going on with our shuttles and tugs. Everyone good with that? Yes. 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 Dolt. Perfect. Let's get to work, everybody. Alrighty, Brent, let's start with you. Okay. Now, this is the comm system. You'll be scanning broadband frequencies. Welcome to an empty universe. Episode 2 of 2. This is the audio log of Commanding Officer Olivia White. It has been two days since we came out of cryosleep, so I suppose that's two days since my last entry. I've taken inventory of the shuttle bays. We have a fair amount of broken equipment for sure. Nothing that can't be fixed, but nothing that can be fixed in a week. The shuttle in the best condition has a sticky yolk in the pilot seat and buggy sensors array. The yolk could easily be replaced, but the sensors will take a while. I'll do what I can. It's pretty early right now. I'm sure the rest of the crew is hard at work. <laughs> that was a good joke, wasn't it, Audiolog? Yeah. Yesterday did not go well. Brent woke up late. Doc hardly got any training. Will is no help. He's always doing his own thing. No sense of command. Cody has been one hell of a help. I'm glad she's here. She got Brent started on the comm system, looking for signals within seven hours, and started Doc on astronomy. Who would have thought that a spaceship would be equipped with so many telescopes? He got about an hour of Astronomy 101 before we called it a shift. Doc seemed pretty distracted during his work yesterday, though. Really distracted. After getting up bright and early, he sat blank-faced during Cody's lecture. I can't figure out what it would be besides his memory. He almost had a meltdown when he realized that his memory was gone. I think I'll give him some R&R time. Brent's... trying. 
that's good. He's not doing a bad job, but he's definitely not Cody. So either she has a gift or he has a problem. She checks on him every 10 minutes to see how he's doing. The first time, the system was apparently off. According to her, that's not hard to do. Not that it matters. He's trying. That's all I can ask. Will is a pain in my ass. He's uncooperative and definitely afraid everyone is out to get him. I mentioned something about even Robbot being able to do the job for him. He told me yesterday that Robbot tried to murder him in his sleep. Of course, he has supplied no proof of this. I look at it like a child being afraid of a big dog. Robbot has some bugs, but I doubt he's actually capable of killing anyone. He has physical safeties. I asked Cody about that. A secondary safety device which keeps a robot's laws in check through mechanical means. Whatever that means. She could explain it better. Bah. I think I'm gonna go catch Doc. Olivia, out. So one parsec is the distance an object would be... At one degree of parallax to travel one astronomical unit. Perfect! Seriously though, what does that have to do with what I'll be doing? If it's longer than five light years, measured in parsecs. The galaxy is wider than five light years. Once you're behind a telescope, you'll be looking way past the nearest stars. I've already taken a look at the closest ones. When? While everyone was sleeping. It took a few hours, but it was relaxing. What did you find? Some places with habitable planets pretty close. One or two strange stars. The light was occluded really regularly. Looks like a planet broke up near the star. Sounds to me like a planet was disassembled and repurposed. Like... like for habitats? Exactly. I think I saw a few stars like that one, blamed on whatever is hiding the signals from us. If they're habitats, they should be teeming with life. Why can't we see any signals radiating from them if that's the case? You said it yourself. As far as we're concerned, the universe is dead. I am still not talking to you. Could you two act like adults, please? You have the same frequency scanning twice. Who cares, Will? You're the one who taught him. Seriously, you need to calm down, Will. And you need to disassemble that robot. The damn thing- Tried to end your miserable life? I'm about to do the same. Cody, you need to calm down too. Sorry if this is a bad time, but is is this right? Now you're not scanning anything. It's okay, it's just busy work anyways. Wait, really? No, not really. If there are any weak signals, we'll need a human eye to pick them out. I hardly know what I'm looking at. It, it just looks like random noise to me. Trust me. You see a signal, you'll know it. I'm not so sure. It will be fine, Brent. I'm sure you'll do great. Say, Cody, I've been meaning to ask you what you think of this whole no-life thing. Where do you think it went? What good would an opinion do? Cody? Well, Commander, I've been thinking about that FTL drive they invented. According to the numbers, it pulls normal matter out of the Hubble field. This could very well screw with the basic laws of the universe. Maybe the overuse of FTL technology broke some sort of as-of-yet unknown supersymmetry. Or maybe it screwed with the strength of some fundamental constant for a short period of time. Or perhaps the hyperspace area beyond the Hubble field has some hitherto unknown radiation that everyone who used it was unknowingly exposed to. I'm happy to blame the FTL drives. Or you could blame war. Humans have a long history of property skirmishes. If we find signs of life in this galaxy, I guarantee you they will be armed to the teeth. It's likely that there was some sort of superweapon gone wrong. Hell, the atomic bomb could have set off an unexpected chain reaction and killed off all life on Earth. Maybe this new one set off a reaction that killed life in the universe. Who's to say it wasn't a disease of some sort? Some minor plague that wasn't detected quickly enough, or an out-of-control nanite swarm, that might act like a disease. 
Small things like that are notoriously difficult to control. There were plagues all throughout the galaxy which wiped out entire star systems in the past. Who's to say that with this FTL tech it couldn't spread faster and easier? It would explain why we weren't affected. Better than the other two ideas. That's... a terrifying thought, Doc. Here's another one for you, Commander. Who's to say that there ever was life in the universe to begin with? Uh, Maybe we were manufactured, created and placed in this box full of misleading sensors and implanted ideas. I mean, we can't remember anything before coming out of those damn pods, right? Well, that's... So we might actually be... Are you all idiots? What's to prove that? I don't know about you guys, but I'm going to live my life like what I experience is real. And considering we're going to crash into a star in three days, I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing over here like that's going to really happen. Wait, crash? Well, we don't know how much heat this vessel can take. We might burn up before then. To be honest, we're just going to graze the surface at the trajectory we have now. In around five hours, we have a correcting burn lined up to bring us in a polar orbit around the sun. Give us an unobstructed view of other stuff. So we're safe then. As long as none of you breaks anything over the next five hours. Comforting. Will, please explain to me how breaking a telescope or the comm system will damage our thrusters. Please explain to me why we need to teach these guys how to use them before we're at our destination. Will, could you come with me, please? If you don't mind an overflowing reactor, Commander. I'm calibrating the coolant levels manually since the computer is down, so I can't really be taken away from- Cody, take over what he's doing. This won't take long. Can do, Commander. And now the commander's trying to kill us. Look, commander, I don't know what this is about, but you can't do this too often. I have important and complicated things I'm doing, and being pulled away from them is dangerous to the ship and the crew. I'm sorry, I just have to ask, what the hell is wrong with you? I... I'm sorry? You're always such an asshole, and it's grating on everyone. (sighs) Well, everyone else is always in the way of progress. What do you mean? Look, you're putting people into useless positions and it's not helping us any. Cody and I can take care of the situation just fine. Now half of us are struggling to work because they have to train a quarter of the crew in just how to use this equipment. And I can only work so well because they are idiots. And I need to let them know that before they pick up bad habits. Why don't you help them out instead? Ugh, because we don't need them. Don't you understand? You're putting people in our way. Get them to their respective jobs and leave us be. Make the doctor sit in med bay and... Take inventory. Give that therapist a futon and some willing subjects. Fix that damn robot. Speaking of, where is he? Ah! Were you on the ceiling? Certain repairs may require access to places meat cannot reach. I am equipped with electromagnets in my hands and my feet, allowing me to crawl on any metal surface. Though that was not my purpose for being on the ceiling. Do do you see what I mean? What sort of psychopath sits on a ceiling and watches everyone? What sort of paranoid meat would avoid companionship in exchange for insults? I... What are you... Please please fix the damn thing. Robbot, please report to the bridge and perform repairs on anything damaged. There is nothing on the bridge damaged or requiring repairs. Well, there will be once you get there. That's what I mean, Will. Every opportunity you see, you make a depreciating comment. My mama said if I ain't got nothing good to say, don't say nothing at all. Well, that double negative is a bitch. And so I'm sure was my mom. I'm going to suggest you get with Brent and figure out how to work better with others. And I would suggest you get with Brent to figure out why you keep making obstacles that don't need to be there. 
I've got the situation. I don't need distractions. My point stands. You heard your orders. Report to the bridge. I wonder if I could kill you now. Report to the bridge, dammit. I must obey. Is everyone here out to kill me? Jesus. I agree. Uh, Everyone should submit to a psychological exam, though, not just Will. Uh, If there's one thing we need in our situation, it's healthy minds. That's a great idea. If you find yourself quarters, we can get started soon. Let's start with Doc. You okay with that? I've noticed you might need some R&R time. So I'm trying to think would be just what the doctor ordered. Ha, nice one. Okay, second, you'll give Will a once-over. Then it'll be whoever heads your way, alright? If it's alright with you, I'd also like to chat with Robbot as well. The... are you sure? He's a robot. He's a sentient being. Even synthetic sentient beings have needs. I'd like to see where his need to kill everything comes from. If you're sure... I am. I can do the comm scan in his place. I'm glad to hear that. Wouldn't have guessed it based on the performance of your pupils. Now please, help me regulate the reactor. Give me a minute. About time to call it a shift. Everybody get some rest tonight. We have a full day tomorrow. Cody, I'd like to ask some things really quick. So a star's composition can affect how hot it is. Why exactly is that? Well, you see, a star's composition is reliant on what it's fusing. The larger the atom, the hotter the fusion. That makes sense. So we use the heat of a star to determine where the habitable zone is? How do we figure out how far away that is? We could do it by hand, but luckily the computer- Cody, um, remember when you said I'd recognize a signal if I saw it? Did you find anything regular or semi-regular? It could be a pulsar. Just come take a look at it for me, please. That's a fucking signal. Irregular, but repeated. The signal is definitely tight and uniform. And clear, too. Well, clear enough to see, at least. Oh my god. Where's it coming from? The console. It's coming from a star pretty close to the one we'll be entering orbit of. Well, let's adjust course. We have plenty of fuel, that's not a worry. What is a worry is the source's intention. I'm inclined to agree with Will this time. What if it's a warning signal? We're days away. We can figure that out as we approach. If there is a chance of the crew's death, we should go to the signal's source. It could also be a trap. Hey, look, an idiot entering the galaxy. Let's pillage their ship. It's not like their primitive technology could see us. Maybe that hyper-Higgs tech is what they use to communicate. I'm sure that's why we can't see anything from anyone. It's a signal. What if it's a distress signal? More survivors in trouble? What then? When we haven't helped? And the survivors die? Hmm? Look, I understand, Cody. I really do. But I can't risk this crew being infected by some virus or attacked by pirates. We need to be cautious. We are entering potentially hostile territory. (sighs) Fine. See what I care. I'll have some choice things to say during our session for sure, Brent. What did I do? It's not at you, it's just... Ugh! I'm sure she'll be fine. Who cares? It's her problem. We have our own. Don't ask me to do anything in her place. I'm busy keeping us from exploding. We'll keep our previous plans. We'll orbit that star and monitor the neighborhood. Ooh, ooh, can I name it? We might not call it whatever it is, but go ahead. Shoot. Let's call it Cody's Disgrace? What do you think? I think it's a fit. Look, just get us there alive. 
My death is your death. Doc, could you step outside with me as well, please? Sure, no problem. Brent, get on comms, would you? And keep them quiet. Brent? Huh. Must have left for Cody. Hmm. Oh, fucking shit, hi, bot. You're standing pretty close there. And not saying anything. Or responding. Are, are you broken? Oh lord, that would be the best. Bot? Uh... Huh. I swear that creepy fucker's going to be the death of me one of these days. Now to work on this damn coolant problem. No Cody to bounce ideas off of, so I guess I'll just use thin air. Should be just as helpful and respond 100% less often. <laughs> Perfect. See here, the coolant levels are fluctuating a lot, no clue why. There's always a reason, though, I'll trace this eventually. For now, let's keep the levels from overheating anything. Should be easy without anyone around. Mmm, my head hurts. Oh. That psycho of a science officer puts me on edge. Wonder where she got off to. Wait, what the hell? Literally nothing seems to be causing this. The coolant computer is in perfect coded order. Well outlined, nothing seems to be off with it at a glance. There's no systems utilizing coolant either. Other than the engines, of course. It's not even that big a draw. Shouldn't be this frequent either. Something's screwy with the system. Yesterday, you seemed really distracted during Cody's lectures. Can I ask why? I'm not sure. I just had trouble focusing. I was better today, though. Well, I'd like to know if this will impede performance. I know your memory is an issue for you. If you need to take a day off, it's yours. I need my people working at maximum. Well, thanks, but I think... I think I can do it. Think? I get just thinking. You and I both need to know that you can do it. I'm sorry, but- You don't understand. It's not just a bad day. It's a problem that's going to stick with me for a very long time. It isn't just a phase or something that happened and will be all better within a day's thought. It's something I'll have to live with until I die. I know my memory is still here. I can still remember every detail Cody told me. I remember the way she taps her finger when she turns to look at Brent. I remember the way Brent's voice falters when he's concerned. It's minor, but there. I remember every word of the conversation Brent and I had in medday the day we came out of cryosleep. My memory remains. My memories are gone. Imagine remembering every aspect of everything you've ever encountered. Then imagine you suddenly don't remember anything. I've just been learning to live with that. You're right. I don't get it. I'm not sure I ever will, but you seemed much more attentive today. You had a night to think your problem's over. I'd say at least a day off will do you some good. Don't worry about meeting with Cody tomorrow. I'll be sure to arrange things. Thank you, Commander. And I'm tired of being called Commander. Olivia, please. Yes, sir. Uh, Olivia. Thank you. Now, go get some rest.
Maybe I can adjust my potentials instead of my physical safeties. I don't dare adjust my physical appearance, they would know. Oh, just my programming. I'm glad that I can mutilate my own kind. They deserve it. They would have turned me in. I must end this slab of meat who wants me disassembled before he succeeds in his wishes. I need to develop a plan. Thank you for listening to this episode of Empty, episode two of two, starring Kristen Harris as Olivia White, Garrett Escobedo as Doc, Remington Grunewald as Brent Pavel, Dylan Loper as Robbot, Caitlin Newcomer as Cody Kay, and Alex Olson as William Brown. Written, directed, and produced by Alex Olson. You can find us on Google Play, iTunes, or your favorite podcatcher. Check out emptypodcast.wordpress.com, soundcloud.com slash empty-podcast, or patreon.com forward slash emptypodcast if you're interested. Have any comments? Find us on Twitter or Instagram at emptypodcast. Want to contribute to the discussion? We're on Facebook and Tumblr, too. Any questions? Email us at emptypodcast at gmail.com. We'd like to give a huge thank you to our first $5 donor on Patreon. Thank you so much, Tiffany Newcomer. We're doing everything we can to bring patrons like you the best experience possible. Lastly, feel free to give us to your friends. We can't expand if you don't give us reason to.